something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Aid Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. I'm your host, John H. Happy to be back with you in the daytime. Rarely enough today. We got a great guest. We got none other than badass Uncle Sam joining us today. So please stick around for that. Before we get into it, check out anomicage.com. Share those links. Friends, family, loved ones, and enemies like all the likes. Subscribe to all the subscriptions. If you can, if you shall, if you will, paypal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well that's the best way to help me out here make the show grow and uh do what you can as far as uncle sam goes we're happy to have him on the show sam is an activist and researcher with a background in sales and art as a political cartoonist he decided to take his art to the streets of new orleans louisiana which is where he's at not right this second but he shall be soon on the streets of new orleans thank you so much sam for being with us today John, it's an honor. Likewise, I man. I tell you, I look at your guest list, and I'm just, you know, I feel humbled being on your show. So thank you for having oh, me. Uh, the honor's all mine. I'm all too happy to talk with you and, and all the guests, because everybody brings something so unique to the table. I love talking with you specifically because you do what so little do. You get out there on the streets and actually talk to the the proverbial every man or every woman and sort of get that perspective as you you and I were talking a little bit before the show uh, it's always a think on your feet situation because you just never know who you're going to run into from a, a high level CEO to a doctor to as you spoke about a moment ago someone who puts the the horse's shoes on <laughs> so so it's always a, a wide open uh, avenue out there I can only imagine. Yeah, it's the front lines. I mean, I love doing these shows. They're fine. But, you know, again, it, it, <laughs> not, it's it's one thing to be on these shows because you're talking to, you know, uh, people of like mind. And, but it's it's like preaching to the choir. It's an ad, a mutual admiration society. Uh, we're at war right now. We are really at war. And so what we're doing right here is we're in the bunker. We're talking strategy. Yep. But if you want to fight this war, you got to be out there and you got to confront the enemy. So, you know, if Antifa and Black Lives Matter are on the streets, I figured, well, that's where I got to be. Um, why should they have all the fun? <laughs> I mean, it, if you're going to get your message out, you got to reach people like it. All right, who's going to listen to your show? People that pretty much already agree with what we're going to be talking about. But if you the people we need to reach, if we're really going to make change, you got to reach the people that don't know what we're talking about or have contrary views. Well, where do you find that? Mm-hmm. I only one place I know of. That's the streets. I mean, the streets are the common denominator. You never know who's going to walk by, walk up to you, what they're going to say. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, I have found out I've gotten 
news before it was news out there. Just recently, I talked to a woman who uh, works at the, uh, in Chicago University studying the effects of the COVID vaccine of the cardiovascular system. Mm. That paper has yet to be published. So, you know, finding out, uh, there she is, I'm talking, oh, what'd you find out? Well, you know, the vaccines are useless. After 60 days, they're, they, you know, they're completely useless. I mean, they marginally within the 60 days, they work. Uh, and, you know, the booster, she doesn't recommend them. So, he, all right, thank you very much for your, your first, you know, for your information from a paper that's yet to be published. And then, of course, I, you know, in the same breath, while I'm talking to her, I got to have someone come up to me and, and go, do you really believe all this stuff you've got up here that the election was stolen? And then, you know, you got to switch gears into this low mentality moron and, and, and have to do battle with that. So it is the front lines. And I, it, I'm telling you, I get bored doing anything else now. And it's like, a, you know, it's an adrenaline rush. And there are times I'll tell you, I'll drag myself, I'll, I'll go, oh my God, I gotta, what am I gonna face today? Do I even wanna go out there? But once you're out there, man, you're on the show, you're on stage, you're there, you gotta, and you gotta watch your six too. You gotta, you know, keep your head on a swivel because things are getting strange, kind of getting strange. With this rhetoric, I mean, you just had that story that just happened where that guy uh, run, runs down an 1841-year-old man, runs down and kills an 18-year-old because he he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> hello? <laughs> I mean, so the rhetoric, when you got, you know, uh, Uncle Sniffy up there a couple of weeks ago, given that Reichstag speech of his, uh, then you have the, uh, who is that other moron comes out and says, you know, all mega people are extremists that must kill that movement. Mm-hmm. Then you have that nitwit from Hawaii says, you know, it's a call to arms. Uh, and then I, you know, every day, I mean, this morning I go on and look up, there's some guy that took a bucket of paint and defaced the Washington Monument. I mean, who does that? And who's driving them to do that? So, yeah, I think so know. much of this is predicated on that that ability to control the populace. And, and it's we kind of touched on it for a brief moment earlier when we were talking off air, just the the cult like mentality. But I, I mean, they've actuated out and fostered how to most appropriately uh, work this population and that population. And they've got it all pretty well figured out that if, if we do this, then, then this head pops up, we do that, then that pops up. And, and I think so much of this is just, is just manipulation. I mean, through the media, through the education system, through the cult of celebrity. So everybody just sort of easily gets this Lord of the flies. Let's go get them. Uh, get who? Uh, whoever they told us to go get. I mean, it's like World War One, Two, Three, and Vietnam, and so forth. Like whoever's wearing the opposite color, you know, it's like it's capture the flag, but it's real life. And the people, I, I don't think they're differentiating the 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 game from the reality. They're they're going like, oh, we'll get extra lives. I'm like, no, you're you're gonna be freaking dead. I mean, like 
if if Russia pulls the trigger, there's no coming back from that one. If just as if you pull the trigger on somebody with your own gun, there's no coming back from that one. So I don't think people are realizing the the little handbasket that we're all in, yeah, for lack of a better way to say it. Well, you hit it. I mean, but they've actuated that the South, the powers that be, have they know the game. They know yeah. the psychological game. I mean, just to drop an example. Uh, when COVID first came out, what did they tell us to do? Go buy toilet paper. And everybody runs out, buys toilet paper. I mean, I'm looking, I was looking at this as like, what, toilet paper is going to save you from this? I said, what is this? I see, you got to figure it had to be a, a, you know, a game. They were just, let's see how far we can push it. Let's see if they'll do that. Yes. And so the more absurd, oh, now you don't need a mask. No, you need two masks. No, three masks. All the more masks, merrier. So, and people you find, I still have people out there in broad daylight. You see everybody sees it wearing the mask in broad daylight. Yeah. I see it all the time. I just laugh inside. I, I want to cry and sometimes. And I'll be out there and I'll, I'll be on my bullhorn. I says, let me, let, you, let me ask you, you really think that's going to save you? I, and I'll bet you 10 bucks you got jabbed too. You got the vaccine and you're wearing the mask. And uh, so they know what they're doing when they're doing this. And even with the, like, all right. With my artwork display, with the same costume and all that stuff out there when I'm out there. The main word I would get if someone were going to come by and give me an insult. You're a racist! You're a racist! So racist was a, for a long time was the main thing. Since the Department of Justice and the regime we got in now is keep on keeps on hitting on the uh you're ex- extremist you're a traitor now it's like i'm getting i'm, not, I'm no longer a racist well, i'm still a racist but i'm getting called you know i'm getting called a traitor now yeah you know, you're a traitor you're a traitor so They're just rebranding you know, the old term didn't stick let's let's try doing yeah so it falls in what you were saying whatever they're you know, they're seeing is what they repeat. They're not critical thinkers. They don't think critically. And and so it, it that's exactly what I'm running into out there is that mind control set. And just recently, I mean, I'm out there every weekend I go out, I'm going to have at least four or five people come up to me and go, you really don't think that election was stolen, do you? And, and of course, I'll I'll say I'll ask them. I says, well, let me ask you this: Do you really think Joe Biden got more black votes than Obama did? And and I haven't had a, one of them yet tell me, uh, well, no. I mean, the 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 most they'll hedge it is they'll go, well, that's possible. Is it? Excuse me, but yeah. I'm going to turn into a groundhog later. That's possible too. I had a family walk by me this weekend, and you know she gave with a woman. It's always the women. I can't. Well, not always, but the majority of them give me the thumbs down. 
And because so do you like paying higher gas prices and higher food prices? And she goes, yes. I went, I went, yes. It's the definition of Stockholm syndrome. I, I said, Could you please tell me what, how, why, why? How much soma are you taking? <laughs> You're a socialist. So you like paying high, 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 higher prices and you're a socialist. Oh, God, save the children. Uh, I said the streets. It's the streets. You, you are not going to, no one's going to knock on your door right now and ask you, us, do you think the election was stolen? You're going to, you know, they're not going to walk, you know, not going to scream at you from outside that walls that, that you're, that you're so surrounded right now. I feel comfortable here that, you know, this is great. Ain't nobody going to disturb us. Yeah. We can talk, but being out there in the streets is like, it's, it's, it's an energy level. And that's why people ask me all the time, I says, well, gee, what can I do? Because you're all going to be out there. We'll be talking about the problems and the solutions. And they'll say, well, what can I do? And I says, well, what can you do? I mean, if you haven't, if I don't, it, look, I don't expect everybody to do what I do. I mean, this is, you know, I'm a, I'm, this is crazy what I do. But, <laughs> but you know, if you become a poll watcher, go to the city council meeting, show up at the school boards, you know, uh, become a school board member, uh, get in their faces, call, write, make a pest out of yourself, figure out something, whatever you do, do something more than vote. Yeah. Because we're not going to vote our way out of this. That's gone. That's the election's gone. rigged. That ship has yeah. sailed. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the numbers. So there's, you know, we could, I mean, I'm not saying don't vote, but at least, you know, do more so. Get other, when you go to the polls, bring a half dozen people with you. you knock on your neighbor's door. Say, Come on, I'm going. It could be a ride. Uh, but, uh, you know, as I said, register. Do more than just vote. I mean, what did our founding fathers say we needed to keep this this thing alive? We needed a moral, well-educated, and vigilant society. Well, what are they attacking? They're attacking our morals. What do we have right now? You know, we were talking about in the schools, you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. What, are, you know, what have they taken out of the schools? Right? Oh, you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. You can't have this cross up there. You can't, you know, you can't say the Lord's back. I'm old enough to remember when you did that when you went to school. We stood up in the class and everybody did the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, we prayed. Those things existed back then. But what happened once the government, in, uh, it was 87 when, when Carter made the... Uh, Department of Education. Mm-hmm. What happened to the education? It get better? No. So, you know, trying to show people that educate them that like, the government is not the answer. It starts out with we the people. We the people. We're the answer to all of this. You want the borders closed? If we can get 70,000 people to go to a Trump rally at the drop of a hat 
can we get 70,000 people to go to the border and go, sorry. That'd be nice, yeah. Yeah, you can't come in. We're closed today. I mean, why are we waiting on someone else to do this, especially where we're waiting on a corrupt institution? The entire system is corrupt. When I'm out there and I'm speaking to a, a policeman that spoke to recently, just spoke to three um, state prosecutors, uh, talking to judges out there. And when I run into someone in the judicial system, I always ask them, so how corrupt is it? How corrupt is the system? Yeah. And they're, you know, and overwhelmingly they're telling me, you know, 90%, 95%, 99.9% corrupt. So if our voting system's corrupt, we can't count on the judicial system. We can't count on the media. We can't count on our culture. It's just us, folks. It's just us. So nobody's coming to save us, folks. We're the only ones that can save us. So one, I tell people, look, the first thing you have to do is become knowledgeable of the laws that exist. Read the Constitution. Know your rights. Number one. Know your rights. Number two, exercise them. Drives me crazy, John, when I hear people talking, oh, God, they got a video up there. If you go to my site, or if you go to badassuncleseum.com, that's my website. My videos are on band.videos on Infowars. And uh, if you scroll, if you go to band.videos, scroll down, you'll see Badass Uncle Sam channel. And... I taught, if I'm taught, uh, there's one up there, I put it recently, it was a, this weekend, there was a, uh, a psychologist or a, a, a convention in town. <laughs> the perfect place for it. Well, I have a bunch of, you know, people like talk about crazy people. Uh, and I'm talking to this woman who's in the field. She's in the medical, you know, the health, medical health field, the mental health field. She's starting now telling me how screwed up things are and, you know, with the politics and in, in society in general. Yeah. And then she goes on to tell me that, you know, how, <clears throat> yeah, how the medicines are screwing up people and that she would, she vowed she'd never get that vaccine. But then said in, her ne in the next breath, but I got the vaccine to come to New Orleans see my daughter oh my lord <laughs> i had to and this is it i had to get it to travel down here had to had had is the language of a slave mm -hmm. i had to and then i and then i said look you didn't have to do anything that is your body they might as well have raped you exactly it's called persian it's called coercion. And under the Nuremberg Code, coercing somebody, saying you can't have this job, you can't get on that plane, you can't do this or do that, unless you do this medical procedure, that's coercion. Under the Nuremberg Codes, to take a medical procedure that you wouldn't do voluntarily is a crime against humanity. It's punishable by death. That's right. If you go to my website, 
badassuncleseum.com. There's a legal brief, but with some legal scholars I've, I've, I'm working with, that you definitely should get on your show. Hmm. Uh, the deacon who I, I do a show with every uh, Thursday on Patriot Soapbox mm -hmm. from uh, 10 to noon Central Time called But I Digress. Well, him and another guy named Servant John put together a legal brief. And it lays out where, and this specifically goes to uh, what they did during the lockdowns and the COVID and everyone, you know, with the mandates and everything else, but it, it bleeds into everything else also. It lays out where our rights came from. And then it shows the statutes that they're breaking. And there are 15 federal statutes that they were breaking with these mandates and with their, and again, the pleads and other things that they're doing now that are not the Constitution. That, you know, and three of them are punishable by death. So if you know these laws, they can't touch you. They're going to give you, for instance, when the, when the, with mass mandates first started. And across the street where I set up is an open air market. It's a French market. Yeah. It's been in yeah. the since open air French market. It's just a roof, no walls, right? Yeah. Open air. yeah. So I go walking over there, and the manager comes up and tells me, You got to put on a mask. I says, No, I don't. She goes, Yo, you do. You got to put on a mask. I said, I'm not putting on a mask. She goes, well, we're going to call the cops. I said, please, call the cops before I do. Mm -hmm. So the cops come out. <clears throat> I ask him, what are you going to ticket me for? Uh, trespassing. I said, trespassing. I come in here to get some cinnamon-covered pecans. How am I trespassing? I ain't bother anybody. You know what I mean? You know, how am I trespassing here? He goes, well, you... Oh, he says, what about the mask? I said, what about the mask? He says, well, if I get, if I, if I ticket you for that, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to take your rig and I'm going to have to take you in and everything. I says, okay, give me the code for that. Let's, why don't you ticket me for that? Oh, you don't want that to happen. No, I'll have to get the code out of my pocket. No, he said, well, get the code out of your pocket. <laughs> God have mercy on us, please. And I looked at him and says, you and I both know there is no code for this. It is an illegal mandate by the mayor. And if there's no legal code for it, then you are breaking the law. Section 18, Code 241 of the U.S. Constitution, the preparation of rights under color of law. Now, please, would you get out of my way so I can get my cinnamon covered pecans? He leave me alone. And he left me alone. Because he knew I had him. Why? Because I knew what I was talking about. Because I, I thought, look, I want you to arrest me for this. Please. I want to go to court on this. Because then I'm going to bring my data, my all the scientific data I have about the mass against your scientific data. And why, how did the mayor get to this conclusion that you know, a mass is going to save me from COVID? And let, then let's let's go. I want to go to court on this. I want it on record. They aren't going to. You have to stand up to these people. If you don't stand up to them, then 
they're going to keep on running right over us. That's what bullies do. That's what tyrants do. Until you stand up to them. And I tell you, I mean, people have no, aren't you afraid to be out here on the streets like this? I go, what, against these skinny jean pencil neck nitwits? You just ask them a question, they run away. I've, I have literally, John, out there, I tell you, they would tell you the story of how I started this, doing no, all this. I don't think so. During, you know, during the bomb administration, before Obama first came in. Okay. And I was working for the New Orleans Levy as, as a cartoonist at the time. The New Orleans Levy, we don't hold anything back. And, um, so one day I says, man, I'm just going to put a sign on the back of my bike. And this is all it said. Mm-hmm. Obama, and I did this because, you know, Obama was just bombing everybody like crazy. He was worse than Bush, right? So I it said, didn't make I the put, press, so it's okay. It's all right. Right. So I, I put the sign on, my, on the back of my bike said, Obama is Bush on steroids. Now, New Orleans is a very liberal, black-dominated city. So I really didn't know what to expect if, when I went out the street. I was like, I don't know, man, I was a little, you know, is someone going to run me off the road with this, you know? I wasn't out on the street for 10 minutes, and this car comes by and slams on its brakes and backs up. Window rolls down. It's a middle-aged black lady, and she goes, yeah. I've been saying that. That's what I've been saying. So that's what I said. Well, the heck with this. I'm taking my artwork to the street. And that's the, the rest is history. And that's it. You reach people in a different vibe when you're out there. You reach the people that need to be reached. I have, I've lost count of how many times people have come up and say, man, I thought I was alone. You know, here you are out here doing this. You're such a brave guy. Then they hang out for a little while. And 95%, 98% of the people that come by while we're talking and giving the thumbs up, you know, saying, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Uh, You know, getting a lot of positive statements. And I said, you see how much fun this is? That's it. I mean, this is not, and they, you know, they don't get the curious ones. That's the ones, of course, the the whole reason being out there of course, is to reach people that need to be reached to show that, you know, we're still here. We're not going to hide. We're not going to, I'm not, I'm not, look, you can't chase me off of here. I'm not going away. You're going to have to carry me off. That's it. So it's, you know, being out there, being reaching the people that need to be reached, showing that we're not afraid. And I, I mean, I'll get people to come by, you know, they'll, 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 they'll call them drive by insults. Or walk by insults. Yeah. You know, you know, they come by, you're an idiot. I says, well, if I'm an idiot, which would be easy for you to crush me in a debate. So why don't you come over here if you can speak like an adult, no insults, no threats, keep your emotions low, and let's 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 have an adult conversation. Let's see if there's such a thing as an intelligent liberal. Yeah. Or is that just an oxymoron? And so every now and then, I mean, look, most of the time they just they keep on running. They run away from me. It's like, uh, oh my God, I, I, you're an idiot, you're a moron. I says, okay, you're the one working away. Um, 
And every now and then, I had a couple of good conversations this week. I mean, so much of what you said, every time you, you're saying this stuff, it pings in my brain, uh, pun intended for what I'm about to say, but so much of this is just a physical manifestation of how the populace has been mentally or psychologically manipulated. I mean, so much of this, I mean, when we look back at a lot of these these studies and these famous psychologists, which we all probably, or at least the listeners and yourself of this show know, you know, Siegelman, uh, learned helplessness, cognitive dissonance, all this stuff, people view that in some context as, oh, this happened 50 years ago in a lab, and and they're missing the point, they're missing the forest for the trees, that this sort of manipulation, yes, can be can be explicated in a lab, but it's it's more broadly seen every single day all around you all the time. I mean, just from what you said, you, you knew when you went in that market, the lady that confronted you about the mask, I don't I don't know this to be a fact, but I'm kind of betting you've talked to and seen this lady for probably years going in there and buying these nuts. But at that point in time, she was turning on you, someone that she'd probably seen many times before, had casual conversation with, but now she's been cued up and triggered to you've got to follow this Pavlovian rule or you're now the enemy. And in, and so much of this has just been that Pavlovian dog training. I mean, they show this stuff in so many memes on the internet now where never forget this is what people did. And it shows people walking in a circle in a stupid grocery store. And it shows family members hugging through a plastic bag or some stupid nonsense. And it's all just sort of this, this juxtaposition of, yeah, we did this during I just call it PSYOP 19 to keep me on 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 YouTube a little bit but PSYOP 19 and and we sort of missed that this is what happened in Nazi Germany this is what happened during Lenin and Stalin this is what happened in every totalitarian regime where they just sort of said okay uh, arbitrarily you're the enemy now come with us to the camp just like the the police officer was kind of like you know playing his role uh, in the in the Zimbardo experiment, we've got our uniform on, so we're the good guy and you're the bad guy, and you got to come with us. And I, th- this is mental bull. I mean, I'm trying to clean it up a little bit, but I, that's what all this is. It's just that mental manipulation, and now it's being manifested in our physical reality. I, I know I'm kind of going a little long winded here, but I, that's just how I see everything now. It's just like there it is. There's a mental manifestation of this nonsense. Just as we both have seen these clowns with the, they got two masks on in the car by themselves with the windows up smoking. And I'm like, what the bleep is going on that this would make sense to you? But at the same time, we had people digging their own graves, lining up at the edge of a pit for a P-38 at their back. So at what point does that make sense? I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, well, you you hit it, of course. They have done the experiments. I mean, I just... Read a great yeah. book by uh, by uh, uh, Fetter, uh, Fetter uh, John Fetter, who's uh, a great researcher. He's another great guy to get on. This guy's worked a dozen different books. Um, and the the Milgram experiment and everything else. It's like you know the you know the guy you know you'll have the students there with the, showing the which line matches this line mm-hmm. and of course you know they, they have the six actors all going say well that second line matches that line it's not the right answer and then you get to one guy that's not the actor goes well look 
uh, you know, that, that second line, you know. It goes along with the crowd. And you run into that out there in the street because, again, when people are, of course, watching mainstream media, that's all they ever see. If they're not watching your show, if they're not looking at InfoWars, if they're not going to these different alternative news sites that, you know, and of course, my rule of thumb out there, people ask me, well, where do you get your information? I get it from the people that try to silence. Yeah. I mean, that's what I go to listen to. If they're trying to silence somebody, which is another thing, the huge censorship that's going on right now. I, it's like, wait a second, doesn't that just insult your intelligence or someone's telling you, you, that, well, that's misinformation. We have to keep you from watching that. Wait, wait a second. Well, you know what they just told you? You're too stupid. Yeah. You figure things out for yourself. So we're going to tell you what to look at. And you sit there and go, yep, yep, okay, thank you very much. I, I mean, it's like the nanny mind. state. If you have a kid and you say, yo, you shouldn't watch this rated R movie, except the nanny state is our society where they're saying, yeah. oh, you're 50, 60 years old. Well, you're not you're not ready for this. You're not smart enough to figure this out. <laughs> it's just insanity that people are allowing other people to think for them and they're they don't think twice about that. Yep. They're allowing this censorship to continue. It's they're cheering it on. Actually, I mean, I've run into people out there that are cheering this censorship on. Yeah, and it's this hard. You realize? I mean, wow. When you talk about lost, it. I'm I mean, it just goes to, to that cult mentality again. It's it's like oh. the the Heaven's Gate cult or. Jim Jones or or every other dictatorship, there was people cheering on Mussolini. Go, yeah, we need to kill some more Italians. It's great. <laughs> sure. And this group of, of people came by last week, and they were, I mean, the guys reti- retired 47 years, the same job, he told me. I don't know what it was. I can't, no, I don't know. Anyway. But I have that one poster, it's of 9-11, and it's, uh, it says, you know, three buildings, two planes, do the math. And, of course, he's the Twin Towers of building number seven. Mm-hmm. He goes, there wasn't three buildings that fell in New York City that day. I said, I said oh, sir, man. all you have to do is search for it. Just look it up. WTC7, World Trade Center, building number seven, 9-11. Look it up. Oh, you're an idiot. Uh, sir. I will give you $100 right now, and I'll pull out the money. I'll give you $100 right now against your $10. Yep. Or your my 10 to your one, whatever you feel comfortable with. That if you look up right now, WTC7 was the third building to fall in New York City. Oh, you're crazy. Tell all the group, that it was about a half dozen people, all calling me crazy. And as they walk away, they get together with some other And then he starts chanting, he starts chanting, lock Trump up, lock Trump up, and gets this, you know, chant going with the people around him and trying to gather people on the street to lock Trump up. I says, That's the group you're thing. acting like a 12-year-old, like a spoiled 12-year-old here. I mean, you're a grown man. What is wrong with you? I says, but thank you very much for proving that, you know, you're, you're, you know, there's no such thing as an intelligent liberal. Uh, 
And I don't think I've ever seen this this little coverage of 9-11. I mean, since it's since the, the PSYOP popped off, I don't think I've seen this little coverage of it. I mean, it was just kind of like, yeah, 9-11. I mean, I mean, even from the from the folks like ourselves, there was very little, hey, remember this false flag where the, the government killed people and then uh, used it to take your rights? I mean, it, it was it parallels JFK, and we see less and less coverage. And, I mean, I guess oh, it's just course. because as those generations die out, the, the next generation yes. doesn't pick up the ball. But it's just kind of like, hey, remember that time they blew up two big buildings and killed a bunch of people? And then we got these uh, body scanners ready. I don't know where they came from. They just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> you can remember it happened 21 years ago. That means if you were born on 9-11, <clears throat> you're an adult now. Yeah. You're a full-fledged adult. So your memory of that isn't, I mean, you don't have memory. You were know, born that day. Um, so it, it fades, but in the account on that. But right, And there was just the other day, if you, again, if you want to talk about the, where's the news, uh, allegedly, this 87-year-old man's on his deathbed. I mean, they give him three weeks to live. Mm-hmm. Ex-CIA agent, 37-year CIA, explosives expert. I planted the bombs in WTC-7. So here's it. Ex-CIA, 37 years. Hey, I thought I was being a good guy. I was an evil. They just told me to do it. I figured if they higher-ups tell you to do it, it's got to have a bigger message. You know, I mean, got to do it for a reason. And he, then he realized that, you know, nothing good came out of this. They ate at him for years and years and years. Now he's going to die and he has to come out clean. All right, why isn't that front page news? Yeah. I mean, Trump himself. I mean, I would, uh, all right. I don't know if Trump isn't even, like, controlled opposition. When Trump was running, I remember him saying this. It's one of the things that perked my ears up. You were like me, president. You will find out who really brought down the Twin Towers. Because they did interview him right after that. It was a day or two after the towers went down. And he said, there's something wrong here. Buildings don't go down like this. He knew it was something wrong. He knows it. Yeah. I mean, don't tell me if me and you can find out the truth that he can't. Come on, give me a break. And then he's gone on about the, you know, he's the vaccines. He's pushing these vaccines still. I'm a late person. I'm out there in the street. I'm talking to doctors and nurses and, and scientists every weekend I go out that are telling me, and were telling me back then when we first started out, you don't need a vaccine, you don't need this, you don't need that. Right? I talked to a woman. Let me if she can believe. Remember, I can't, I, I, I can't vet these people. I don't know. You know, they come up, they talk, I got to take them for their word. But, by all accounts, she was very credible. Toby Shoes, the v, vice president for the ethics committee over the pharmaceutical industries. Okay. In the White House with Trump when COVID first came out. And at first, Trump didn't want the vaccines at all. But then he got pressured by the bad actors, you know, Fauci and several others, that if you don't do something, it's going to hurt you politically. 
So warp speed, in her words, was an entire CYA program, but it was set up to destroy Trump. Mm-hmm. Because, and now it is, because as the information is coming out that the vaccines are doing more harm than good, that, you know, they were the, the, that was the end game of it, was to go ahead and reduce the population through the vaccines. And you can't, I mean, you can't get a look at a, a you know, the Gateway Pundit or several of the other sites that report on this, where you don't see every single day, 11-year-old dies of a heart attack, 19-year-old student, a football player, falls dead on the field, blah, 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 every single day. So these, the, and they'll start, I mean, I'm talking to coroners out there and funeral directors, and they're telling me, look, I'm hearing in the news that, you know, so this 40% increase, yep, 40% increase in deaths across the board. Yep, we're doing autopsies. We're pulling out long stringy things out of people's veins. Yep, that's true. So I'm getting confirmation out there in the streets from some of the things I'm hearing from people that are doing other research, you know, looking at this. Uh, and I'm getting that firsthand from the people who are doing it out there also. So if I, as a layperson, can find these things out, Trump can't. And if he, if, and if he isn't, he's an, he's an idiot. If he's, you know, we shouldn't, if he's not getting this information, something wrong. But if he is hearing it and he's not coming out and saying, look, I was lied to, I got to warn you, judging from all this information we're seeing, you got to, don't, don't take these things and we got to start investigating the people that pushed them on us. As long as he doesn't do that, he's complicit in the murder also. So when I got people out there, and I get a lot of them, of course, you know, that still think, I, you know, yeah, Trump 2024. And I go, I'm not so sure of that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with anything more than everything you just said, because that's the same thing I've been thinking. I'm like, if you and I can get this information... We don't have an intelligence briefing room full of people gathering intel for us. We don't we don't hold the highest office in the land in the western hemisphere if not the world and somehow you know me and you can figure this thing out and get kind of spitballing it looking at just articles, research, scientific data, but yet I mean that that's been my issue from day 1. Same with uh, same with she'd be in jail. That's my favorite quote that just never came to Jack. It was like, "Oh, she'd be in jail." And I'm like, "All right, well, we sat around and handheld for four blipping years, and uh, we're still hand-holding. And then 9-11, okay, uh, we're going to release all this JFK data. Well, maybe we'll just release a little bit of JFK data. <laughs> it's just, no. Yeah. Now, I, for a while there, I was going along with the argument, well, <laughs> the, the, the deep state is so deep that no one man can come in and just flip everything around on a dime. But I'm also... The kind of a guy, my mentality is, you know, let the heavens fall, though the truth be told. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the heck with it. You know, people, I, I tell people, why didn't he come out with this? Why didn't he do Well, they come down on him. It's the coming down so on what? him anyway. Yeah, he was impeached just, three times, I mean, right? Two times? I mean, he, he, he could sneeze and they say he's explain a pandemic. I mean, 
they're coming down. Why not just let it loose? If you're coming at you anyway, just let it loose. And and so we can go down a long list. I mean, even recently he gave that uh, one of his rallies, his latest rally, and he's talking about death penalty for drug pushers. I said, look, you moron, we've been fighting this drug war for over 60 years. And what, and you want to turn us into communist China? You know, by because they execute drug dealers right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you wear a drug, yeah. Uh, want to be Pol Pot? Anybody who wears glasses gets a gun. You know, I mean, how do you how do you put this into context? It's like, look, if you want, if we're supposed to be a free society with individual will. You know, our, our, we've got the rights to do what we want to do. Then educate the people to what these drugs do. Mm-hmm. Educate them. Then regulate their sale like you do alcohol. I mean, if you want to talk about a damaging drug right there, that's probably one of the biggest. Regulate the sale of them. If people still want to kill themselves with it, get out of the gene pool as quickly as possible. You would end the black market. You would end all this stuff. But no. If you want to make the death penalty for drug dealers, you're just going to drive the price of drugs up. Because I don't care. People who do drugs are going to find a way to do them. If you again, if you ain't got the will within yourself to stop doing them, they ain't going to happen. So, so okay, from the opposite end, and kill everybody that does drugs. I mean, where do you go with this? And the, so you got this idiot, and then you got a whole, you know, 70,000 people. Yay! Yeah, I mean, like, Trump is coming here to Wilmington, I think, uh, next week. And and people have been sending me this stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's coming to Wilmington. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Like, good. Like, I don't care in the least. I'm not I'm not enamored by this. I, I think so many people, kind of like you touched on in the beginning, were just fallen victim to this cube BS. And they're like, it's... it's but I think it's sort of... Uh, again, to the psychology, I think it's like a weird disassociative thing where they can disassociate themselves and advocate all their responsibility because Tano and the Long Ranger are coming over the hill, uh, Night Rider or uh, whatever the bleep, uh, Airwolf's coming to save us. Let's just sit here and sing Kumbaya. And I'm like, folks, that ain't freaking reality. Like, <laughs> the Q Shaman's not going to sh- save you. There's no 5G chess. The, the stupid uh, sealed indictments or whatever the bleep that everybody was, oh, look, there's this image with everybody holding these yellow envelopes. Well, they, they may as well have been holding Care Bears. It doesn't make a bleep to me because nothing's changing except for the worst. So, yeah, Thank you. I, look, <sighs> I'll I, stop. Have, <laughs> I, have a good, I, I have a couple of very close friends. that are so steeped into this cube thing. White hats, clones, reptilians, tri- military tribunals. Yeah, Clinton was executed just last week. Oh, man. Uh, and who were otherwise intelligent people. I mean, they're intelligent people. I mean, and, so much of this, I'm not going to interrupt you, but one more, I'm going to say that so much of this is just kind of like, What's that got to do with the price of eggs? I mean, there's these people that are fixated on the shape of the earth. People fixated on, did we go to the moon or not? I'm like, dude, it don't make a bleep to me when they come knocking on my door to go to a FEMA camp, whether the earth is a hexagon. Like, 
this is just frivolous bull, man. Like, come to reality with the humans, please. Inevitably, it comes out. Well, it's soon to come. Yeah. You're going to see it. And then we get back to, yeah, it's a psyop to get people. And this has been done before. I think it was done in, in, in Russia. Where, you know, they get people to believe there's going to be a, a Calvary's coming. So they don't do anything. They sit back and they don't do anything. Just wait for the good guy, the White House, the military's in charge. Like, I, you know, and then I'm getting tough. you got to remember, I'm in the streets. I talk to a lot of military. I spoke to... It was about three or four months ago, a brigadier general, mm-hmm. active brigadier general, uh, Marines. How many times you get to speak to a like guy? Yeah. You know, lots of colonels. I've talked to, you name it. I spoke to a lot of them. And I'll always ask them, I says, look, these, this whole Q phenomenon, you know, military's in charge, White Hat's going to come save us, blah, 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 blah. Is there any any reality? And I try to, I don't, I try to phrase the question so to make it easy for them to answer. Because inevitably, when I give this out to the Q guys, they go, "Well, they're not going to tell you the plans." Well, if wait a second, if you know the plans, why wouldn't they tell me the plans? How did you find out? <laughs> well, we found out on Telegram. Well, if Telegram knows. It's not a secret, is it? So, you know, I, I, I inevitably, every single time I speak to one of the, give me an idea, I spoke to a guy who 30 years did military construction. That was his job. Yeah. The guy went around built military facilities. He was, a, he was a contractor. And he worked at Gitmo. He built Gitmo. And he was just recently down there. And I, I asked him, I said, is there any truth at all to you expanded Gitmo because of, you know, all these CEOs and politicians that we've, they're flying down there. And now the clones are actually in office, right? Uh, and the guy just looked at me like I was crazy and said, no, no. <laughs> It's that old thing. And Sometimes yeah, I mean, the cigar is just like a cigar. Because you know? this guy, believe me, this guy had that no BS attitude about him. You know, he's just like, you know, a regular guy. And so, you know, if I got, if I could talk to one military guy out there that would give me confirmation that Q's real, the White Hats are in charge, and the military's going to come save us, I'd give it some credence. I go, okay, maybe there's something to this. But out of the hundreds of military people I've spoken to out there on the streets, not one is going to give me any credence whatsoever on this. So when I, you know, and then if you, and I'm sure you've done it too, but I've listened to the, you know, because they'll say, well, go listen to this guy. And I'll listen to, you know, the X-22 or the, the, the now recently there's some ex-military guy that sits in his truck baseball cap and starts telling us all about all well this can't be done because this guy is not wearing the proper uniform and they they played the funeral march at uh at trump at uh, biden's inauguration and they gave the wrong gun salute so none of that's real 
It's all made up. It's blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of figured, you know, how can you believe these guys? And you'll check on some of the things that they say. And, you know, there might be an iota of some truth in that stuff that they're saying. But still, like you brought up, where's the beef? Yeah, what's that got to do with the price of eggs? Like, okay, it's where's all a big fraud. Okay. Yeah. Schumer. Uh, 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 all right. Clinton was executed a month ago. Oh, what is she doing opening up the Clinton Foundation just the other day again? What's that all about? I mean, so, and this is another, I mean, the amount of information that comes out from all different areas, and that's something else, who was it, the CIA director, XCIA director said, when we get to the people to the people to the point where they can't believe anything we've won. Mm-hmm. So we don't know really who to believe. We're going to search around. We're all walking around looking for say, all right, what's going on? Who do we believe here? What direction can we take to make this right? And again I go back to the streets and I go back to the three words, we the people. I'm speaking today, I put up just a video I just put up, Americana, the guy that's the farrier who does the horseshoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife does uh, insurance for mil- the military. She's for military insurance. Uh, uh, and then the woman who's like, you know, some, uh, uh, homemaker, beautiful young woman having six kids she's homeschooling and she's getting together with other mothers starting schools outside of the public because these parents don't want their children's minds polluted with the public education so and then I'm talking to doctors and nurses out there that are quitting the establishment medical profession and opening up holistic and natural healing centers. So again, we the people, we're coming up with the solutions and these to me are the unsung heroes. You know, we talk about the people on the front lines and the people out there doing stuff and everything else and people make themselves, you know, like you do and I do, we put ourselves out there. But to me, the real heroes are the ones that are really working with their feet on the ground and doing the work to make the food, to, to, to get uh, working with systems outside the system, to defeat the system. Yeah. I think that's because the only way to do it. I mean, I was talking to my wife the other day about this, and I'm just sort of an abandoned ship kind of guy. I'm like, okay, yeah, the education system's total BS, so get out of it. <laughs> the, the healthcare system is total BS. So, I mean, as much as you can, get the bleep out of it. Get the heck out of this mess, because it's not going to get any better I mean, if we're all those those frogs in the boiling pot, let's just try to hop the heck out of this thing. Even, even if you end up on the coals or on the ground, you know where the pot's going. The pot's going in the in the soup over there, so to speak. So, I mean, it's just so sick. The I would say like the monopolization that people are finally coming to grips with, with the education system. I mean, I, I could do a show every single day just on the insanity of the education system. I mean, somebody's wearing fake breasts. 
as a man, uh, we got the tranny hour. We got the, the taking the kids to the strip club hour. I mean, it's just so depraved. But, I yeah. mean, the medical thing is on, the, on par with the same thing. I, I took my father uh, this week to get an eye procedure done. And, I mean, here we are. I think anyone with a brain can see PSYOP 19 for what it was. But like you said, there's still those people with the going along with the charade. And sadly, I think most of the medical industry, you know, if you go to the offices, it's still going along with the masquerade. So, I, I, yeah, my dad was like, oh, I got to get some stupid masks to go in here and get some injection. And I was like, are you kidding? But, I mean, yeah, that's reality. So, I mean, everybody's playing the masquerade role and... And kind of like speaking it into existence. If you want to go that stupid, um, the secret in Oprah, you speak it into it. Yeah, well, we've spoke the stupidity into existence by by continuing the masquerade. I'm like, what? Well, it's not October 31st yet. Why in the bleep do we still have people wearing masks? But it's to it's to maintain the mental status quo of master and slave. You've got to stand in this circle. You've got to wear this mask. You've got to take this. Otherwise... You'll get uh, you'll get shunned. <laughs> you'll get shunned in the community at the very least, and at the very worst, you won't get to go into the doctor's office. You won't. I mean, like you started out with, you won't get to go see your kids or whatever the 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 latest uh, psychosis de jour is. I mean, it's it's sick. Well, we got to get out of it. I mean, just there's no. I don't think there's any fixing it from within anymore. Yeah, and you segue from one mental illness. Because now that the that the COVID thing, I mean, even Biden came out and said, hey, the pandemic's over. Uh, <laughs> right. Then put away then your masks until I, October I, I 31st. That's we still need to have a scare. Uh, so but then they, but they're segueing now into, of course, the next big thing is, you know, oh, climate change. We have to change the entire grid, right? Which is another entire hoax. There was, I know, you probably, maybe you caught it, but there was a uh, group of scientists in, in Italy just came out with a study, two years studying climate, climate change uh, agenda. Their conclusion, there is no emergency climate change. It doesn't exist. All the data they searched everything they went through saying there's no exponential rise in the storms or the heat or anything else right so the whole premise is built on a hoax i mean anybody that i mean i was for i i helped start the institute for environmental alternatives with professor ron Cohn in 1971 yeah it's just that sort of Again, the the delusion of reality where people are disassociating themselves with the atrocities they're committing, just like the guy you mentioned with Building 7. You can draw parallels with that and to the guy that's the SS troop taking people to the camp or the guy dropping the Zyklon B in the... Yeah. You know. But I'm talking to these guys that are just selling electric vehicles now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm asking them, well, how does this work? Because the grid can't hit... I mean, I love it, you know gruesome newsome out there says we're getting rid of all the gas cars everything's going to be electric by 2035 and then the very next week has to come out and tell the people not to charge their cars because of the heat wave 
So they can't handle what they got now. And he's going to have all the cars electric. Wait, are you crazy? And how do people in high-rise buildings charge their cars? And then I spoke to an electrician out here this weekend, and I, he's, and we talked about this. He says they're setting up electrical charge stations, spending billions of dollars, his words, billions of dollars, setting up electric charge stations all across the country. I says, and where does the electricity come from? And of course, you know, when you add in the pollution from the uh, making the batteries and, and getting rid of them, it, it costs, there's more pollution with an EV car, with an electric vehicle than there is with your combustible engine. But you try to explain this to these moron greenies and, you know, and they, well, if you put a car in a, in a garage and let it run for a couple hours you can't breathe the air but i can put my electric car let it run for a couple hours and i can go to bed you're not in a garage for a couple hours you nitwit um, so you know they, they come up with these these just convoluted excuses that make no sense and all of it and then again even when i'm speaking to the guys that were selling the electric vehicles they knew that there yeah, was they know whole, it's a scam Right. I mean, it's, it's like you said, just like the doctors and nurses that kind of, they know it's a scam, but they're going, we got to get a check. So roll up your sleeve, have some junk DNA or. Uh, five aborted. guys I spoke to making the vaccines, all the different vaccines. I spoke to five guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Pfizer. Are you going to take the vaccine you're making? No. Why not? We know where we're putting it. But you're making it. I'm, I, I wish, you know, I'd like to get people to come out there. A young guy came out a couple of weeks ago and up there in Baton Rouge. And uh, I'd like to see him come back down again. But he, he, he says, man, I, I want to get out on the streets. I've done a little street action. I want to start doing something like, something like you do. And I said, well, please do it. Yeah. I mean, please do it. I'm, I would love be able to take some time off. I'd like to see a hundred of me on the streets of, you know, all around the country, you know, because again, I don't know a better way to reach the people that need to be reached and to have that visual. I mean, I even have some liberals out there that have come up and said, as long as you're out here, I know we're safe. <laughs> That's scary. Because they figured, well, I'll be one of the first ones taken out. Right. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> and so that visual just being out there. And then when I'm, if I am gone for a while, like when I was sick or, you know, whatever, I, you know, weather keeps me away, whatever. When I do go back out, the people, it's like, man, so glad to see you. I hope you're okay, man. We're real worried about, you know, the adulation or just the fact that people say, man, we need you out here because if we are out here, we're worried. So. I think so much of what you do, and I suppose people like myself and everybody, is it gives people hope and it gives people hope. that semblance of community, which I think is I've touched on this a lot. I think that's the cornerstone of their whole psyop. I mean, I say psyop as like the layered psychological um 
fear mechanisms and trauma-based mind control that they've been hitting us with for 60 plus odd years you know they they want people to feel isolated they want people to feel like oh it's just me i i must be something wrong with me and maybe i should go to the doctor and get a prescription but i think if they see other people out there and i'm not picking on people but people that seem <laughs> mentally stable people that people that aren't wearing a co- not not your Uncle Sam yeah, costume. People, people that aren't me. wearing like a grape ape costume or, or antlers or just looking like they're a complete fringe. You know, I think people need that in order to, to sort of, I'd say, just balance out the nonsense that we're all filtering our, our realities through. Because, I mean, they want you to feel alone and isolated and just kind of cave in like that woman in the beginning. Well, I got to see my daughter, so I better just get this vaccine or maybe I should just go with Biden. I mean, everybody else is going Biden, so... You know, I think we're we're the anti-venom, if you will. I think we're all just little particles of that anti-venom that we all, uh, whether we know it or not, I think we're helping people, I hope. Well, that's why they silence you. That's why they keep on trying to silence us. Yeah. They don't want us around. They don't want the 1984 conformity, everybody looking at the screen, looking at Big Brother, looking at them. Uh, yeah, we are... For better or worse, whether we like it or not, a symbol of hope out there. Because if you read the, and you have, I know you've looked at the, read the Marxist playbook. Oh, yeah. They follow it to a team. So the shaming, you know, shame. What are they doing in in, in, uh, communist China? Shame. Shame people, right? So the shaming of, Ooh, doxing people who, uh, you know, on, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, you're going to get, be careful, you might get kicked off or watch the words you say. Well, I hate to keep you any longer. We're already way over time, I'm sure. But uh, where's the best place people can find you? I know on the streets there in New Orleans is the best place you can find you. But if you happen to not be there, which most of us aren't, how can they support you, contribute to you, anything they can do to help you? Because I always tell yeah. my own audience, this, this is free for you, but not free for me. <laughs> and it's at badassuncleseam.com. And uh, you can see the shop and donation button. All my uh, all my designs come with a uh, trigger back guarantee. If you do not trigger a liberal, you get your money back. Um, and if you're on an iPhone or a phone, you might have to switch views to see those buttons. The shop and donation button on there. So uh, that's greatly appreciated. The uh, videos are on InfoWars on band.video. Uh, and if you go there, you can see my videos. Scroll down, you can see my channel, Badass Uncle Sam. Uh, and uh, please give to InfoWars because they are under fire. Uh, they're trying to take them off. They're the mothership. And if they take them down, and a lot of people's voices are going to be silenced. Uh, I'm on Rumble. You can catch me on Rumble otherwise. Uh, badass Uncle Sam there. Here's some visitors there. That'd be nice. Uh, so all of that, all of that there. So John, I want to thank you very much for having me by and helping me ramble on. Well, folks, if you missed any of that, fear not, you can find it at anomicage.com. Sorry, now I'm looking at the camera. Now. If you missed any of that, check it out at anomicage.com. I can assure you the YouTube video. I'm streaming live to YouTube right now, but I just got another video taken down about an hour before we started, so I'm probably going to take this off of YouTube before they can shut the whole channel down. 
But everything of mine is going to be at anomicage.com. Anomicage.com, and it's at brighteon.com as well. So both of those, I will hope, will be the bellwether as I get kicked off and or censored from everything else. Um, you know, anomicage.com should have it. So anomicage.com is the best way to follow me. All the social media links are up there at the top of that page as well. Like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. PayPal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well as I always say you can't do everything uncle sam if i have talked about many ways you can help out around here it's not a, a one size for everybody so if you got a way that you think you can help in any way shape or form you can do it you can't do everything but you can do something be safe out there and i'll be seeing you sooner than later in the anomic age Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age.